This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. As much as life has changed over the last year, you're still pretty busy. So consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same tests hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's a great fit for your busy life. With over 25 million COVID-19 tests processed, you can count on Quest. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. 10-4. Tonight, tonight. We'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Joey Logano has won yet again, picking up the victory in the Geico 500. You're clear by one. Check a flag. Oh, baby. We're back. You know, Dover's uh, an interesting track. It's it's a lot of fun. It's definitely challenging. Uh, you should ask Jimmy Johnson about how to get around there. He's really good there, I heard. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. From the Motor Racing Network Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the MRN crew with you here as we congregate once again Wrapping up Talladega, previewing Dover, and a whole lot more. We were in Alabama over the weekend for the Geico 500 race weekend. On Saturday, the NASCAR Xfinity Series found itself with a first-time winner. Spencer Gallagher drove to Gatorade Victory Lane. Spencer's going to join us on this show and talk about that big win on Saturday. A lot of big things are happening at Rush Fenway Racing these days. We're going to talk with Jack Roush about those happenings with this week's face-to-face -face interview. We're also going to give you the best in-car audio from this past weekend's Geico 500 with this week's NASCAR Live Backtracks. Kim Coon's going to be along with a social media minute. And we'll look back at this week in NASCAR history and get a preview of the AAA 400 Drive for Autism at Dover this weekend and a whole lot more. But we begin this show this week remembering a gentleman by the name of James Harvey Hilton. Over the weekend, James and his son passed away in a car accident in North Georgia. Hilton was a two-time winner in NASCAR's top division, and he continued to race until he was 79 years old. In 2013, when Hilton was making his final few ARCA starts, the Motor Racing Network talked with him about his career. Coming to the outside is Scott. They touch bumpers as they come across the line, and it is James Hilton, the winner. Hilton wins as they come across the line. It will be Ramo Scott in second. A fantastic finish. I've had some real good runs. You know, uh, I've been second and third to a lot of, race, a lot of major races. 
uh, you know, the uh, um, first race I ran uh, officially in 1966 when I was rookie, it was kind of awesome. And to get that opportunity, it was uh, you know, kind of mind-boggling. It's, uh, we ran good right off the start, working for Rex White and Ned Jerk and Dick Hutcherson. In five-year period, I devoted myself as a mechanic so that I could uh, put something together to get a car of my own, which came to pass. And uh, I, I contribute that to my, my career. I'm proud of that, that I stuck with the mechanic end of it. In that five-year period, I never drove a race car. I worked 24-7 with those top teams. Uh, Rex White won a championship, Ned won the championship, and uh, I got the experience what it makes, what it takes to make one of these race cars run. My proudest moment in racing was at uh, Richmond, Virginia, when it was a 500 lap, and that was four power steering. And uh, I was in a X David Pearson uh, Holman Moody uh, Ford Torino and won the race and uh, beat Rich Petty by 15 and a half seconds. And that sticks in my mind. I beat the king by 15 and a half seconds. And uh, that's, uh, to me, was the highlight of my career. And I went on to win the Citrus 250 at Daytona around the road course. I went on to run a 24-hour race with the BMWs with, uh, you know, NASCAR one year let us run this these type of cup cars. And I finished uh, 19th overall, second to David Pearson. And then I won um, Talladega in 72, but the uh, Petty incident just, you know, that's, a, that's there stamped on my little, little brain there that I enjoyed that more than anything. The Fix Finder tool from AutoZone is a source of relief because when your check engine goes, our Fix Finder goes. No matter what your problem is, our Fix Finder will help you troubleshoot it. For some, it's just a loose gas cap. For others, an O2 sensor. So you can kiss that yellow light goodbye and go, ah. It's the free fix finder from AutoZone. It's just one more way AutoZone helps you do more. Because doing more is what we do best. See store for details. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Progressive presents Get Pumped. Inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Get your head in the game. This ain't no exhibition match. This is for real. You've got a house to insure, and there are no excuses because Progressive's Home Quote Explorer makes it easier than ever to get the coverage you need. Here's some music to get you pumped. Feel that confidence. Did I say stop saving money? No. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. We've got this week's NASCAR Live Backtracks coming up next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Over the weekend, we were at Talladega Super Speedway in Alabama, the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series running the Geico 500. And here are some of the best in-car audio with this week's NASCAR Live Backtracks. And the green flag is in the air. We're underway with a Geico 500. Back straightaway, Clint Boyer is off the pace, down to the inside of the racetrack. I think it's the right front. 
so far, bud. We're just going to do right sides here. 24 laps are complete. Just uh, saw Brad Kozlowski come by in that red and black trimmed out Ford. has got a piece of debris on the grill. Don't try to get the debris off and cover it up more or something, Brad. So if it's all right, there it is. That's might it be. Don't mess with it. Step four. Up front, it's Brad Kozlowski looking for a stage win. Hey, good job, everybody. Yes, sir. Nice work. Good job there, Brad. Thank you, guys. Those cars that had pass-through penalties, Brad Keselowski painfully driving 55 miles per hour down pit road. Too fast, section one. Too fast, section one. Pass through now here. I'll pass through right away. It just won't stop. I knew it was doing it. Couldn't do anything about it. An accident working off turn number two. Down in front of you, Mike Bagley. Yeah, the cars began to spin wildly as they exited turn number two. Cars involved, Jamie McMurray, Kyle Larson, also Martin Truex Jr. There you go. One car's going to cause a damn break up here. Keep coming. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. God dang it. I can't see you, okay? All right. We're in the right rear again. Get one car. I just, man, he just barely got me. I tried to get last. Oh, that Busted too fast on pit road for Kyle Bush. They got us too fast, section seven. Ah. Yeah, okay. Ten cars, that's way early on pit road there. We'll uh, come back with one to go and top off it. We were 60.05 uh, in the hot section there. We're about 10 laps shy of where the window opens up. Thank God the rest of the way. Nobody can make it from here on fuel. We'll all be stopping again. We're not in a bad spot here. Still got to be patient. Lots of laps left. I'm sure there's going to be lots of toilet before this is over with. Gets a big run to the outside of the racetrack and now gets turned by William Byron. Both cars go around. Hold on to it. Hold on. More coming. Pretty tore up. Coming to you right now. Yeah, we're done. We're done. Ain't no way. Sorry about that, man. You were doing an awesome job. Doing exactly what you needed to do. Got teammates there. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I touched them. I just air pushed them. I think on the left rear. I don't know. Several others with damage, including Brad Kislowski. Yeah, we're done. Damage. See in front of me, Joey. Can't see anything. Joey Logano has won yet again, picking up the victory in the Geico 500, his third win at the Talladega Super Speedway. You're clear by one. Check a flag. Oh, baby. We're back. Woo! That feels so good. Yes. Yes. Joey Logano celebrating his first win of 2018 on this week's NASCAR Live Backtracks. David Reagan had a great run over the weekend as well. He finished in the sixth position. As we headed over this weekend, he'll be supporting a great cause on his number 38 Ford Fusion. For more on that, here's our Woody Kane. Thanks, Mike. You know, front row motorsports driver David Reagan has more than the usual incentive to perform well this weekend at Dover. His car will carry the Shriners Hospital for Children colors at the Monster Mile. Recently, I had a chance to talk with Reagan about the connection. Yeah, it's always special to have the Shriners Hospitals for Children on our Ford, uh, knowing that uh, we are, are doing a lot to raise awareness and, and, and bring awareness to their hospital network and all the families and the patients that they support uh, is fun. But being a part of, of our racing program is really neat. Uh, they get to uh, to bring a couple of patients to the racetrack and, and just really have a, uh, a VIP experience and let them uh, enjoy the, uh, the the race weekend and, and kind of 
forget about some of the worries they have to think about when they're a patient uh, at the hospital. So I'm going to go up a little early and visit the hospital in Philadelphia. And it's, uh, it's a neat thing to see the, the families and, you know, what kind of positive impact the Shriners Hospitals for Children have had on their life. And me being a Shriner is, uh, is neat to see the, uh, the impact as well. But I think being a parent is probably the biggest thing, knowing that if, uh, you know, if, if my kids have uh, an issue or an accident, uh, that the Shriners is there for them. And uh, I can relate to some of those other uh, parents and families that are there. I think we could probably all use a little grounding from time to time, but when you, when you visit with the kids there, does it does it make you think, wow, my problems really aren't all that big of a deal? Oh, I, I think that every time. Uh, I visited my first hospital back in 2007 in Tampa, and I was, uh, you know, a young guy, uh, wasn't married, no kids, but I, I enjoyed, you know, seeing the smiles on the, the faces of the kids who may have a, an amputated leg or spinal cord injury or something that they were learning how to walk again for the first time. But they all seem real happy and real pleasant. And I think that Shriners Hospitals for Children are more than just a, a hospital network uh, or a medical center. I, and I think they do a lot to, uh, to improve the quality of, of the life of, of the children and uh, physically and mentally. And so it's cool that we can, uh, you know, invite some of them out to the racetrack and and, and see, uh, see how strong they are. And I think it gives us motivation that even when we are having a bad day, um, you know, we still uh, have a lot to be thankful for. And I got to ask, since you you mentioned you are a Shriner and a race car driver, we see them in the parades all the time. Do they ever go, hey, David, since you drive a race car, you got to do one of these with us? You know, I tell everyone that they won't give me the credentials yet. <laughs> you know, I, I can drive a, a race car at, at Dover 190 miles an hour, but uh, they won't let me be in the parades for a few more years until I get a little bit more seat time. <laughs> but, yeah, maybe that'll be my post-racing uh, duties when I'm a little older and not racing full-time, and I can, uh, I can wear my Shriners fez and go hit up a few parades in the southeast that's david reagan and our woody kane coming up on nascar live first time winner spencer gallagher will join us and later we go face to face with jack roush facebook and twitter mrn is there follow mrn on social media for all the latest happenings from the track and in nascar breaking news video photos live races and shows stats opinion and more follow along on mrn's facebook and twitter grunt style the American fighting spirit is in everything we make. We are 500 patriots and veterans strong, bringing clothing manufacturing back to the United States of America. Always moving forward, never retreating, never giving up. We are Grunt Style, and this we'll defend. Get yours at GruntStyle.com. Need to find your local MRN radio station? Taking a trip and want to listen to NASCAR races? Go to MRN.com. Click on stations to find all MRN's local radio stations. Plan a trip and map out MRN stations along your route. MRN on your local stations. Tune in. Folks, we have broken into the month of May, and we are getting closer and closer to the Country 500 at Daytona International Speedway. That is coming up Memorial Day weekend, and it is a party that you do not want to miss. If you're a lover of country music, you're going to love this. Swing on by country500.com to order tickets to see artists of the likes of Toby Keith, Chris Stapleton, Dirks Bentley, Sugarland, Billy Currington. There's a lot of options for you. You can find out a lot at country500.com. You can get tickets, camping, parking, other festival information. You can also dial up 844 500 Fest. 
Saturday's Sparks Energy 300 winner Spencer Gallagher joins us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Pulling away further now is Spencer Gallagher, but a big charge on the low side up to second. They're three wide a little bit further back. Gallagher tries to take him up the track. That won't work. Spencer Gallagher to the lead right now with Brandon Jones right behind. Spencer Gallagher trying to block all lanes. He's currently at the bottom side of the racetrack. There's a hornet's nest behind him. To the checkered flag they come at Talladega. Spencer Gallagher, he'll win his first career NASCAR Xfinity Series race as he picks up the checkered flag in the Sparks Energy 300. Now, back to Mike Bagley. That's how it sounded Saturday right here on the Motor Racing Network. The Sparks 300 at Talladega Super Speedway. NASCAR has itself a new first-time winner, and that winner is Spencer Gallagher, and he joins us on NASCAR Live. Spencer, welcome back to NASCAR Live. How are you? Congratulations as well. Thank you very much. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Not as good as you, though. Not as good as you. We were watching you work your way through the pack on Saturday, and you were able to finally bring her to the front of the field and keep it there. At what point did you know that you were about to win that race on Saturday? Oh, man, I think it only popped in my head in the last 100 feet. Uh, I been spending the whole rest of the lap looking in my mirror trying to keep those guys behind me. Um, but I hope my spotter's talking me through it. I knew we had a really fast Legion Travel Chevy. We got it out front, and I blocked my butt off. But uh, to your point, it, it wasn't real till the last 100 feet or so. When you watch all the racing at Talladega, you always see the, the blocking aspect that we just mentioned, but we also see drafting and all that. Do you have... Do you have predetermined folks that you seek out in the draft or they seek you out? And do you have a, a, a predetermined game plan or strategy going into a race? You know, you always want to have uh, some kind of idea of, of where you're going to be going and, and who you're going to be looking for. But uh, the best play, laid plans rarely survive contact with lap one. So, you know, out there in the draft, you hook up with whoever's in front of you and behind you um, so you can push roll. But certainly, you know, I'm always out there looking for uh, other Chevrolet teammates, you know, guys that I know will work well with me. Um, Tyler Reddick's a kid that I've, I've worked a lot, Cole Custer, guys that I've raced with for a long time since we were in trucks. Um, so, you know, I definitely trust them. I like to think they trust me. But uh, you always want to try and find your buddies. But if that doesn't work out, the, the next best uh, thing in line is, is the guys around you. Chatting with Spencer Gallagher, winner of the Sparks Energy 300 at Talladega Super Speedway. Spencer, I want you to take us back to day one, back when GMS racing was just a thought and basically on the drawing board, on the blueprint. What was... What was going on? Why did the family start to race? How did GMS Racing come into existence? You know, we got our start racing out um, in Las Vegas running legend cars. A fellow named T.J. Clark, um, you know, the Clark family out there, they're a pretty big name in the Las Vegas legend seat. So um, he was always helping us out, and, and he got me into it one day um, in about 2008 or nine. Uh, I started winning on the road courses in legend, so he, he convinced me to give oval racing a try. Um, and from there we raced Canon and Arca for a while, but I think GMS really started properly in 2014 uh, with us getting Joey Coulter on, picking up the old Richard Childress racing um, truck equipment and, and going it, you know, striking out our first time as a, uh, as a full-time truck team. I think that really is kind of the genesis of the modern GMS that you know. For those young and up-and-coming race car drivers that hear you talk about getting your start in Legends cars, what does that experience give a young driver? What can be learned in racing Legends cars? I think the Legends cars are, are great for um, one simple thing, and that's that's car control. Those things drive like cracked-out sugar gliders, man. They are sideways <laughs> every inch all the way around the racetrack, and they're, they're so much fun to drive. But if you can drive a Legend car smooth, you can drive about anything smooth. And I think that's the biggest thing that they give uh, young kids that are starting to come up. It really 
is a great car for for training into them that that driver and, and car control skill set. So if you go from Legends, and in your case, you went to ARCA, then you went into the Truck Series. What can you learn in those series? We hear about, you know, the top of the sport is obviously Cup, Xfinity, and Truck, but there are points in between, and you chose ARCA and Truck. What did you learn there to help make you a better race car driver? You know, I think in ARCA, you learn to drive a, a high-horsepower car. Um, back when I ran them, we had 800-horsepower motors um, that really were, were something to drive. And, you know, ARCA is going to be your first experience at intermediate and plate tracks, too, so... ARCA is really where you pick up the rest of the skill set that's going to serve you um, along your career as a stock car driver, you know, through, through the whole rest of your career. And then in the trucks, that's the, the first rung of big-time NASCAR competition. So, um, you know, you, you get out there and you really learn what it's like racing against the uh, the KBMs and the Thor Sports and the Uses of the world, you know, you guys that do this for a living, um, that bring great stuff to the racetrack, that are thinking about it day in, day out. You know, this is Trucks is the first level, I think, where he really turns into a professional enterprise. Um, not to take anything away from Arca and K&N, but I think Trucks is where you start to really see that big investment happen um, from all the uh, you know teams that are up in Xfinity and Cup. Uh, I think Trucks, where you see talent really start to take form um, and, and get their names. So Trucks is a great, uh, great place to get your feet wet for what you see in the future in NASCAR. The NASCAR Camping World Truck Series are going to be racing at Dover this weekend, along with the Xfinity Series and the Cup Series. And, Spencer, you've got a shot to win $100,000. What awaits you at the Monster Mile when you pull out onto the racetrack? What kind of what kind of challenges await you at every turn at Dover? Well, it's going to be monstrous, I'll tell you that much. Dover is one of those places where every single time you come off the corner, you go, oh, thank God that worked, next corner. Um, <laughs> and, and that's just kind of that place. There is no more white-knuckle track than Dover. You go into the hole in turn one, and it, it's a two-story drop from the top of the wall to the bottom of the corner. So you best have your big boy pants on when you're going around that place. What is the sensation you get when you drop down? You told us what it's like coming off the corner with the, the gasp for air. What is that sensation, feeling the car fall away from you when you enter the corner? Oh, it's spooky, man. It's it's light, and that's part of what makes Dover such a challenging place to drive is you have to drive over that drop still on the throttle, and everything that you've ever done in a race car is screaming at you that there's no possible way this will stick, but Dover's a concrete track. It's got tons of grip to it, so you have to drive in there hard on throttle to get over that hump, or else if you lift as you're going over the uh, the, the dip getting in, you'll you'll spin the thing out, and that's that's what the, one of the first things you got to teach people going around that place. How much does $100,000 in bonus money um, inspire one to make sure that the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed this weekend? Oh, man, we're, we're double and triple checking everything down here at GMS. Um, I, I, you know, I'm pretty sure talking to you and talking to other people has been the only time I've spent off at the simulator at Dover uh, just turning laps trying to get myself better. So we're laser-focused in on it, man. $100,000 is a lot of jack, and I'll buy a lot of steak dinners around GMS. I bet they will, and I bet it will as well. Appreciate the time. Appreciate you joining us. Congratulations. I know they say that you know the the first one is the sweet one. Well, let's hope that the, some more sugar is poured on the on the process this weekend at Dover. Can't wait for it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, bud. That's Spencer Gallagher, first time winner in the NASCAR Xfinity Series Saturday at Talladega Super Speedway. He won the Sparks Energy Three Hundred, and of course he'll be in the field this Saturday trying for that $100,000 Xfinity Dash for Cash bonus in the one main financial 200. You'll hear it here on MRN. Coming up, we go face-to-face with Jack Roush. And later, MRN.com senior writer Pete Bastoni will join us. Ladies and gentlemen, a new NASCAR Fantasy Live is back for a new season and new victories. Start your engine! 
smoothly engineered with a new format, new ways to win, new ways to compete, and new ways to earn yourself the title of NASCAR Fantasy Champion. Visit nascar.com slash fantasy today to sign up, pick your drivers, and compete for the win. So who you riding with? NASCAR Fantasy Live. He's fast, he's bobbly, and he's only at Advance Auto Parts. He's the Jimmy Johnson bobblehead you can get when you buy five quarts of Valvoline motor oil at Advance Auto Parts now through May 30th. Also through May 30th, get five quarts of full synthetic motor oil and any Purolator Boss filter for $32.99. Advance Auto Parts, where oil is priced like it should be. Limit five oil chain specials per customer. See store for details. Next week, we're taking NASCAR Live on the road. We will be in Center City, Philadelphia with the folks at Dover and Pocono. It's the big Xfinity takeover in Center City, Philly. NASCAR Live will originate next week from the city of brotherly love with the stars of the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Coming up, we go face-to-face with Jack Roush next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We welcome you back into NASCAR Live. Over the last few weeks, a lot of parts and pieces have been moving over at Roush Fenway Racing. Recently, Woody Kane had a chance to sit down and talk with Jack Roush about those changes and much more in this week's NASCAR Live face-to-face interview. Matt Kenseth less than a lap away from the championship. Another guy that's here, Jack Roush, first-time championship. Congratulations. I would like to introduce the new driver of the Jack Roush number 6-4, NASCAR champion, Matt Kenseth. Well, Jack, obviously you and, and Matt have a, a long and storied history together, but tell me about the idea initially to bring him back. Where did that come from, and did you just think, wait a minute, Matt Kenseth's out there? It had been on the back of my mind, you know, with how good he was with the cars and starting, uh, sorting out the variables with the crew chiefs and with the engineering. And it was right on the tip of my tongue, and uh, somebody that's been around the programs forever, Jimmy Fennig, says, you know, you really need to call Matt Kenseth. You think that he's... Uh, could make a contribution if he was willing to come back and so he jimmy fennick was the one that got me off center gave me the uh, the push that i needed i, I knew I, I knew knew it i'd known for some time i needed to talk to matt were you a little bit uh, apprehensive or nervous about making the call initially or did it feel natural oh it felt natural tell me about what you think specifically he can bring to this team because it seems like you guys performance wise have lately started to tick up a little bit especially with the 17 car well, you know, we think we've got great cars this year. We've got lots of ballast in the cars, and uh, we, we, uh, we got a, an air program that we think has done a nice job. And, of course, the Doug Gates uh, engines do a, do a nice job for all the Fords. So we think we've got most of what we need, but we, we find that at the racetrack we get lost sometimes with regard to what variables to be working on. You know, uh, Mark always says uh, when uh, when the car is too tight, he can only drive it as fast as the car will go, and when it's too loose, he can drive it as fast as he can go. And I'm anxious for the guys to get exposed to that, more of that, and Matt's on the same page. It's been a, a few big weeks for Roush Fenway overall. You made the announcement of three sponsors coming back with Stenhouse for the next few years. Does it feel energizing to you to have all this coming together so close together? Yeah, it sure does. You know, we brought a, a, a number of first-timers to the uh, Daytona 500. Wyndham was one of the folks that we had as an exploratory uh, invitation, and they came and they liked what they saw. and. When we uh, made him aware of the fact we were going to bring Matt Kenseth back and what all of his history was, a, you know, a Daytona champion, a, 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 a world uh, yearly champion, a cup champion, 
they uh, they put their their people in gear and really worked with us to get us an agreement that would come together in time for the announcement here. With Ford specifically, you had the the new Camry last year for a Toyota, the new uh, Camaro this year for Chevrolet. Do you feel like that since Ford has had the same model for several years, that that's been a little bit of an advantage for you guys before you switched to Mustang? Well, it typically wouldn't be seen as an advantage. If you had the oldest car, you, uh, the uh, team's excuse would be and the owner's excuse would be and the driver's excuse would be that they had an old car. But. You know, right now I'm. Uh, I hope to not. Uh, I'm glad I haven't had to address that issue much because I think we've got the best car and we've got a better car coming with the Mustang. You've been nominated for the NASCAR Hall of Fame. How did you take that news, and what do you think about that? Well, I never really thought of myself. Uh, I never had a goal to be uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. When I was nominated for a uh, possible induction, I was considered a great honor, and uh, you know it puts me in some pretty uh, special company with uh, all the folks that are already in and the other people that are on the list of likely uh, nominees and element inductees. Jack Roush definitely has their credentials to be in the next round of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and we're going to find out in a couple of weeks. This week, the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series is in Dover, Delaware. Mike Tatoyan is the track president. I had a chance to talk with him recently about the upcoming race weekend. Uh, We're excited. You know, this this is what we do. We plan for this all year long and and uh, the circus comes to town and we're ready for everyone to enjoy uh, our race weekend both on and off the track we always have great racing as you know it's always exciting it's always a great place to watch a race Uh, but our job as a track is to make sure that the fans have a great time outside of the track your race is one month earlier this year what's been the impact to you guys with that well, you know, honestly, we would prefer to have it later in the year. Just It's really a weather thing. Uh, it, our chances of having better weather, obviously, are, are, are improve uh, later in the year. But, you know, we've had 13 or 14 months to prepare for this race weekend, so no excuses on our side. We're hoping that the weather cooperates, which we think it will. And, uh, you know, it's a tough thing putting together a NASCAR schedule. It is when you have all the stakeholders that have to weigh in as to what's important to them. It's a it's a it's a mess between the the networks and the sanctioning body, the teams, the tracks, the obligations we all have and trying to put that huge piece of that puzzle together. Lots of pieces. Uh, You know, I think the schedule overall probably is a good schedule for the sport. From our perspective, we would have loved to have been a little bit later, but we're not. So we're going we're gonna to hope for good weather and have a great weekend. Speaking of putting all the puzzle pieces together, both of your weekends are triples. In the fall, obviously, the Can-Am Pro Series East with Xfinity and Cup. This, this time through in May, you've got trucks, Xfinity, and Cup. What kind of a challenge is it to put on a triple header weekend, it being that you have all so much other stuff that's going on around the racetrack as well? Well, we love it. We we love having the truck series. We love having the K&N series. The K&N series is so exciting just because of the young kids that are in that sport. So we love the triple headers. I think it's a great weekend of racing for our fans. It really gives us an opportunity to put on a great show of three, three distinct or four, I guess, including K&N four distinct uh, series and it's a challenge only from the standpoint that you've got to turn things around quickly and you know god forbid if you get if you get rain on one of those days then you have a double header or you're running on monday so that's probably our our biggest challenge or worry but we've been doing it for so long that our staff does a terrific job the sanctioning body is used to it so it's we're in a pretty good groove right now with putting them on so it's not i don't want to say it's it's easy but it's not anything new but it's just a lot of work a lot of effort but uh we've got a great team that puts it on 
And you've got a great mascot. What do the kids say about Miles? Because I know when you pull in and you walk in and you look at this big mammoth monument in turn four, looks intimidating. It's actually pretty cool, though. Some of the fans I've talked to that have kids love it. Uh, Miles, that's really what does distinguish, I think, our track in addition to our physical track. But from the standpoint of having Miles be our moniker, our guy, that really does distinguish our track. And from a merchandise perspective, obviously, that, that you know, making a, a few extra dollars selling Miles shirts. But he, he's such a great, iconic figure for us. And the cool thing is, it's where everybody takes, I know I'm dating myself, the Kodak moment. I know I'm dating myself. But it, from a social media perspective, that really does help because everybody wants their picture taken in front of Miles. And even during our music festival, Firefly Music Festival, all those 90, 100,000 folks that are here for the music festival that have never been here before, Miles is getting sent all around the world because everyone wants their picture taken with Miles. So it's a great marketing tool for us. And as you know, uh, we're now really lighting Miles up in different colors to highlight not-for-profit charities all throughout the year. So we're really using him for the community and from a marketing perspective and really just to highlight some not-for-profits as well. How can folks get tickets? Uh, they can go to doverspeedway.com is the easiest way to do that or 1-800-441-RACE and uh, we'll take good care of anybody that calls and uh, our operators are standing by. And we can't wait to get back. We look forward to it. It's always great to see you guys uh, at in town and uh, we look forward to seeing everybody. Weather is supposed to be perfect in Dover this weekend. I hope you can make it out. If you can, DoverSpeedway.com, your destination to get tickets. Come on out and be a part of the fun. Coming up on NASCAR Live, MRN.com senior writer Pete Pistoni joins us. And later we'll preview this weekend's AAA 400 Drive for Autism. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. Kyle Petty here. My friends at Click and Close, the official mortgage provider of NASCAR, have stepped up this year to support Victory Junction through the fastest lap of the race program on NASCAR radio. So join our team. Go to clickandclose.com slash NASCAR today to donate $43 or more and help us give the gift of camp to children with serious medical conditions. That's clickandclose.com slash NASCAR. And just look for the Victory Junction logo. Thanks to Click and Close and NASCAR radio for their support this season. It's going to be a jam-packed weekend of racing for you here on MRN. We have a triple header at the Monster Mile. Our coverage begins Friday with practice for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series, 10.30 a.m. Eastern. You can hear it on MRN.com. We'll have poll qualifying for the AAA 400 Drive for Autism at 3 Eastern. And then later that evening, the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, 4.30 p.m. Eastern, Friday afternoon. Our coverage of the JEGS 200 will begin. We're back on Saturday with a couple of practice sessions for the Cup Cars at 9.30 and 12 noon. That is at MRN.com. Later that afternoon, the NASCAR Xfinity Series, one main financial 200. MRN has live coverage at 1 Eastern. And then, of course, we're back on Sunday with the AAA 400 Drive for Autism. Live coverage from the Monster Mile begins at 1 p.m. 
Eastern Time. MRN.com senior writer Pete Pistoni will join us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. So glad you're spending part of your week with us here on the Motor Racing Network. Let's go to the hotline. Let's bring in MRN.com senior writer Pete Pistoni. Peter, welcome back. How are you? Mike, I'm doing good. Good to be back on the show. Calendar's turned into May. Summer's heating up, and uh, we got a lot of racing coming up here in the next few weeks. And on your power rankings this week at MRN.com, Kyle Busch is atop those standings. For the race fans that don't know why, tell them. Explain it. Well, every Tuesday we do our power rankings. And, you know, when we come out of a restrictor plate race, Mike, I think you got to look at it a little differently because it is such a anomaly to what we do on a regular basis. But Kyle finished uh, 14th on Sunday. He didn't get four in a row, but he was still near the front of the field for a lot of that race. And uh, I just think what he's been doing for the balance of the year, his complete body of work for the first 10 races of the year, that's why he's number one in the power rankings. But certainly the guy that won the race, the guy go 500 on Sunday, Joey Logano, he has been near the top of the power rankings all year long. And that win that he finally got after 36 races and that drought ending solidifies his spot right near the top of the power rankings as we go to Dover. One of the big takeaways coming out of Talladega is obviously Logano getting the first win in over a year. Uh, Penske getting a win, obviously, with Logano. And Ford. Ford has the most wins so far this year. Of course, the combination with uh, Kevin Harvick and et cetera, putting them in the number one position as far as those standings are concerned. It seems like it's a Toyota Ford free-for-all with our friends at Chevrolet playing catch-up right now. I mean, certainly when you look at the tally, you've got five wins for Ford. You've got four for Toyota. And that lone Chevrolet win came when we kicked off the season with the Daytona 500 and Austin Dillon winning the Great American Race. So you're 100% right about that. Now, I think to be fair, most folks thought it would take a little bit of time for Chevrolet to get their arms around the new Camaro, Camaro body style. There were a lot of high hopes and optimism for Chevrolet coming into the year. But uh, they have certainly fallen behind the other two manufacturers you're starting to see a little bit of glimmer of hope, I think, with Chase Elliott. But generally speaking, I don't see Ford or Toyota slowing down anytime soon. And as we, I think as we go through these next four or five races, this is going to be Chevrolet's time to really and truly kick that into that next year and make up some of that ground they've lost to those other two manufacturers. I think everybody was planning on there being an adjustment period for the folks at Chevrolet transitioning over to the Camaro. But it seems like that uh, some Hendrick Motorsports folk and uh, some Chip Ganassi folk. If you're a fan of Chevrolet, um, you're starting to pace a little bit. Is that pacing warranted? Is this uh, something that we're just going to have to wait our way through and see when that more uh, when that win comes? More of those wins come. I mean, how how long should we give this before we hit the panic button on the Chevrolet effort? Well, I've always used Memorial Day weekend for a lot of things in the Cup Series, Mike, as sort of a benchmark of where everybody is, and I think it would be fair to give Chevrolet the opportunity to get through Dover, to get through Kansas, and then get through the Coke 600 before you start hitting the panic button. But I'll say this. You just mentioned Hendrick Motorsports and Chip Ganassi Racing and Richard Childress Racing. This whole situation, I think, has brought up a secondary storyline, and that is the other two manufacturers' camps seem to work very well together and are very closely knit, the Ford side, the Toyota side. It does seem much more fragmented in terms of the Chevrolet group all working in unison with one another. 
And I got to wonder if some of that fragmentation might be one of the reasons you're seeing that manufacturer lag behind the other two here, at least in the first 10 races of the season. Chatting with MRN.com senior writer Pete Pistoni. Pete, we are full steam ahead into Dover this weekend, the AAA 400 drive for autism. And whenever we go to Dover, we all know that Jimmy Johnson has 11 wins there, the most of anyone in the Cup Series. In seven of the last nine races, he's finished in the top 10. And in that span, he's got a total of four wins. Are we to expect the same, or does this Camaro convergence complicate matters this weekend for Jimmy? It really complicates matters for me, Mike, because all those stats are so eye-popping as he just rattled off there. But I'm not sure how much stock I can put into that and apply that to what I'm seeing this year with the 48 team, the Chevrolet camp, the Camaro, and generally speaking, Hendrick Motorsports. Jimmy Johnson certainly knows how to get around the Monster Mile. There's no doubt about that. But when you look at where he is today versus where he was the last time he won there, it seems like a different race team. So I think this will be a chance for them to maybe go back on some notes with he and Chad Knauss that obviously have worked there before. But I'm not automatically going to say this is going to cure the ills of the 48 team when we get to Dover simply because Jimmy's so good there. I think this is going to be a very interesting weekend for me to get a full feel of where that team is. And I got a feeling that those Friday practice sessions and qualifying are going to be very important to how that team performs on Sunday. What's coming up on the MRN.com horizon for us as we get ourselves prepared for a trip to Delaware this weekend? Well, Thursday I'll have a complete preview of the whole weekend. And you're right, Mike, it's triple header. We love it when all three national tiers are in action. So we'll have a preview of the Truck Series race, the Xfinity Series race, which is going to be interesting because that's the final dash for cash race. Again, no cup drivers in that. And if you're a fantasy player and you like to play fantasy racing, we'll have a big statistical breakdown on Friday with our fantasy racing preview. And the other thing I love, we can go back into the archives at MRN.com with all the photography that have been around this sport for many years. And we're going to go all the way back to 1969 to 1970, the first couple of years when NASCAR used to run at what was then known, as you all know, Dover Downs International Raceway there and Speedway. And we'll have some great archival pictures to sort of set the table for this year's run at the Monster Mile. Can't wait to get to town. Can't wait to see what you got for us as far as that trip through pictures there at MRN.com. Appreciate the time as always. We'll catch up soon. All right, Mike. Thanks for the time. Always a lot of fun. Thank you, Petey. That's Pete Pistoni, MRN.com senior writer joining us. Coming up, we'll get a unique look at Dover International Speedway from the spotter's point of view. I'm not blooming good. I'm blooming great. Put a shrimp on the barbie and sizzle my steak. He's fast, he's bobbly, and he's only at Advanced Auto Parts. He's the Jimmy Johnson bobblehead you can get when you buy five quarts of Valvoline motor oil at Advanced Auto Parts now through May 30th. Also through May 30th, get five quarts of full synthetic motor oil and any Purillator Boss filter for $32.99. Advanced Auto Parts, where oil is priced like it should be. Limit five oil change specials per customer. See store for details. Brad Keselowski's spotter Joey Meyer joins us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. 
Thanks for tuning us in on this week's NASCAR Live here on MRN. You know, each week these NASCAR race teams face different challenges for every track they go to. For a different perspective on those challenges, let's check in with Brad Keselowski's spotter, Joey Meyer. Well, Joey, let's talk a little Monster Mile. From a spotting perspective, what makes that track unique and what kinds of things do you have to look for over the course of a race? You know, it's one of the largest tracks we go to that's concrete, and it offers some unique opportunities to have a, a corner build up a lot of rubber, and it gives the drivers a lot of room. The unique thing about Dover is the banking is so high, and a lot of things happen off of both corners. Now, most tracks we go to are self-clearing, and what I mean by that is when there's any incident from a spotting standpoint, you're trying to get the cars around that wreck. And Dover is not a self-clearing track because of the high banking. Sometimes the cars come off a of turn two and hit up high and stay up high because they have so much energy. Other times they collect all the way down to the inside lane, bounce around for a little while, and then shoot back up in front of traffic. We see a lot of instances off of turn two where you simply can't get away from the wreck because the wreck is almost like chasing you. Uh, the monster mile comes out and grabs cars and won't let them go. And then when he's done with them, he spits them back out in front of you. So that's why it's so unique at uh, Dover. We see a lot of instances off of turn two as the guys are climbing out of the hill. They're actually going up a ramp and landing on the, on the back straightaway. The cars get very light, tend to get very loose, and a lot of the instances happen over there all the time. What about the phenomenon of putting down a lot of rubber and then under caution the guys just pick it back up and the track changes and they sometimes feel like they start all over again? Are those the type of things that you and other spotters remind your guy of? Remember this is what this track does here? Yeah, it's really important if you go back to green after five or six laps that your tires are hot and it starts picking up all that rubber. Uh, then you have all that rubber goo on, the, on the, the tire surface itself that you have to get clean. But a unique aspect with that concrete is that the track will go through a personality change. You'll get a lot of dark rubber in that bottom lane, and guys tend to try to run around the outside or middle lanes of it, and then they'll move back down when the, when the rubber's picked up under caution. So it will go through several different transitions throughout the race. What else is unique about Dover that maybe we haven't discussed that others do? You know, it's interesting. At Dover, the, uh, the width of that track and the guys that can run the high lane really tend to get them big runs off the corner. And what you see is a guy that's really, really bottom feeding or running that bottom lane. He doesn't get that monster run off the corner, but you get the guy up top and they tend to meet. So you have a lot of transition accidents uh, from a guy blending off the bottom to the back stretch against the wall. And you have cars there all the time. So you really, really got to be careful of the closing speeds from behind. That's Brad Keselowski's spotter, Joey Meyer. Join Joey and Woody every Monday at noon Eastern for Motorsports Monday on MRN.com. Kim Coon joins us now for the latest in social media news. Kim, what's everybody talking about? Baby, baby, baby. All we're talking about on social media this week is babies. First and foremost, Joey Logano took the checkered flag at Talladega Super Speedway, and it was his first win since last year at Richmond, but it was extra special, and that's because his son Hudson joined him in victory lane for the first time. His wife Brittany had given birth to Hudson earlier in this year, and so it really was the first time we got to see Hudson at track and then in victory lane with his dad. You can go to Joey's Twitter, and he just captioned it, Hudson's first victory lane photo, and he's got a photo of the family. Super cute. We also got our first look at Piper Harvick. If you go to Delana's Twitter, at Delana Harvick, she's got some great photos of the entire family, her, Kevin, Keelan, and baby Piper, and she just tweeted, first time as a family of four. And then big news, baby watch is over for Amy and Dale Earnhardt. Yes, 
I know NASCAR Nation and Junior Nation have been waiting for this moment, but the baby is finally here. Amy tweeted, she's finally here. Dale Jr. and I are officially parents to a beautiful baby girl, Isla Rose Earnhardt. It feels like a dream, the best dream ever. So big news for them. Congratulations to the Earnhardts. But remember, we're headed to Dover this weekend, so be sure to follow us at MRN Radio and just tweet us using that hashtag, AskMRN. Thank you, Kimmy. We'll go back in time with This Week in NASCAR History next and later. We'll preview this weekend's AAA 400 Drive for Autism at Dover. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with a Progressive Box. I wrote this next song for a gal from Cheyenne. Should never have told her how Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats. She said if they could love her pooch as much as she did, then so could I. Well, I couldn't. This next song's called Cat Person. It was a rough, rough night in Wyoming. The cat was out of the bag. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire, North Carolina. MRN original programs stream on MRN.com. Check out NASCAR drivers on Motorsports Monday with Woody Kane and Joey Myers. Sprint car racing on Wing Nation with Steve Post and Aaron Everhead. NASCAR team crews on Crew Call with Sammy Joe and Rocco. NASCAR local and regional racing on NASCAR Coast to Coast with Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. NHRA talk on the straight line with Marty Huff and Doug Herbert. Your home for original motorsports talk. MRN.com. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Winding down on this week's edition of NASCAR Live. In a moment, we'll preview this weekend's AAA 400 Drive for Autism at Dover. But first, let's take you back on this week in NASCAR history. 1977 is where we start this week. Glenn Campbell has the number one song with Southern Nights. Jimmy Carter is in the first year of his presidency. Woody Allen has the top movie at the box office with Annie Hall. And NASCAR was at Talladega Super Speedway. It came down to a four-way battle for the lead and the win with Daryl Waltrip coming out on top in the Winston 500. Southern Nights. Benny Parsons dives to the inside. Kale in the back. It is still Waltrip out front. They're up on some lap cars. Around Cecil Gordon they come. Kale down on the inside. He and Benny touch coming into the corner. Waltrip is going to win it. Ken Squire. 100,000 people on their feet and screaming. Waltrip pulls it front by one. Two car lengths. Downey Allison is put in the box. He has to finish fourth. And Daryl Waltrip has won it. The Gatorade Chevrolet has won the most exciting 500-mile stock car race perhaps in history. 1988 is our next stop. Robert Plant is number one with Tall Coolin. After being on CBS TV for eight years, Magnum P.I. aired its two-hour season finale. And again, NASCAR was racing at Talladega. Phil Parsons got his one and only Cup Series win that day in the Winston 500. As they move down the back chute, Bobby Allison swings low, but Parsons sees him, goes alongside. Now Parsons high. Parsons, your leader. Allison is second. Bodine third. Then Labonte. Looking for his first win after 110 Winston Cup races. Phil Parsons holding off the challenge of Bobby Allison. Phil Parsons wins the Winston 500. Allison second. And we end our journey through time this week in 2005. Kelly Clarkson is number one on the radio with Since You've Been Gone on Fox. Family Guy returned with new episodes after being canceled three years prior. And yet again, we were racing at Talladega Super Speedway. Jeff Gordon survived a green-white checker finish in the Aaron's 499. 
off turn four. Still on the low side of the racetrack. If Stewart's got anything, he needs to show it now. Gordon leads by two car lanes off the turn. What Stewart needs is drafting help from Michael Waltrip. It is there, but it may not be enough. Indeed, it is not. Checkered flag waves for the man who's dominated all day today. Jeff Gordon wins the Aaron's 499 at Talladega Super Speedway. Happy birthdays this week to Elliot Sadler, Johnny Sauter, and Kyle Busch. Those are just some of the events of this week in NASCAR history. Before we head for the exits, Susie Armstrong is here with a preview of this weekend's AAA 400 Drive for Autism at Dover. Thank you, Mike. The Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series teams head to the first state of Delaware this week for the AAA 400 Drive for Autism at Dover International Speedway. Three-time Dover winner Kyle Busch will make his 27th start on the Monster Mile, a track that continues to evolve. That place has worn over the years. It's definitely gotten a lot bumpier. You can kind of feel Bristol getting to that fashion, too. I heard a lot of guys commenting just about how bumpy this trip to Bristol was and how um, the cars were really, the tires were really bouncing on the racetracks. And so uh, you get that at Dover for sure. I think Dover's maybe worse or feels worse because the amount of speed you're carrying is just greater there that um, that you feel all that stuff a lot more. Twice an Xfinity Series pole sitter and runner-up in the 2016 Spring Xfinity Clash, Bubba Wallace confidently makes his first cup start on the fast oval. You're hauling the mail there. I remember, you know, walking across the, the bridge while cup practice is going on and just, you know, you can't really see much because they're so loud through that, that little walkway there and they're so fast coming out of turn two. Uh, so I'm excited to get to experience it and dive off into turn one and get to feel that roller coaster effect. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm excited to get there. Riding high on top fives at Bristol and Talladega, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. strikes out for the challenging concrete cliffs of Dover with the Tennessee High Banks top of mind. I feel like we learned a lot at Bristol, uh, you know, in our practice sessions that helped us for that race. Uh, a couple things that we tried that, that we liked in our race car that we hadn't been running uh, at Bristol and uh, looking forward to hopefully getting that at Dover and, and see if that you know helps our performances there there as well. The AAA 400 Drive for Autism takes the green this Sunday afternoon at Dover International Speedway just after 2 p.m. Eastern. Live coverage on the Motor Racing Network begins at 1. For this week's NASCAR Live Race Preview, I'm Susie Armstrong. Thank you, Susie. Going to be some home cooking for yours truly this week. Cannot wait to get back to the first state. Our thanks this week to Spencer Gallagher for joining us. Also, Jack Roush, David Reagan, and Dover International Speedway Track President Mike Tatoyan, Fort Beat Pistoni, Woody Kane, and the rest of the MRN crew. I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for joining us this week on NASCAR Live. We'll talk to you next week right here. So long, everyone. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. And was brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Today's broadcast was produced by Rich Colbert. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the expressed written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. As much as life has changed over the last year, you're still pretty busy. So consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same tests hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's a great fit for your busy life. 
With over 25 million COVID-19 tests processed, you can count on Quest. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. 